Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Cubs Baseball Fancast. Uh, you can check out our blog at cubsfancast.blogspot.com. And please send us emails at cubsfancast at gmail.com. This is Brian. This is Joe. This is Brad. Cubs are now 12 and 6. Yes. Who likes that? I guess I do. I mean, it's okay, right? I'm yeah. for it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, I am for it. I just want to go on the record as being for that. For the Cubs with a 12 and 6 record? Yes. Yeah. I think we I think we all are. Uh this season is going really really well. I'm happy with most aspects of the game, I have to say. Starting pitching not lasting yeah. very long. That's, well, there know. is the starting pitching, but yeah, but for the most part, mm-hmm. aside from Lily, Hill looked good his last outing for the 5 innings he was in there. They look good while they're in there. And and really, it's a minor complaint. If they're winning games, they're winning yeah. games. Right. Yeah. I, I know what you mean, although I, starting pitching wouldn't be a minor complaint. I, you know, I'm sure That's you, a big you, complaint. You, you agree, but but it isn't causing them problems right now. Yeah. And, and, and gosh, that's... Well, right nice now... Thing. Right now, it's not the fact that the starting pitching is getting lit up. It's just the fact that they're throwing too many pitches. Yeah. You know, and, and you want to save the bullpen for later on in the year, and that's fine, which is something we need to work towards. But it really, it's a minor complaint. Brad, like you said, uh, Lily has looked really, really crummy, really bad. Howry's still working on coming back. Eric Patterson, I don't know, really big flub of the season, I think. Uh, he's He's the only scrub. That I've seen this year so far. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is speaking of which, uh, Ronnie Cedeno, who who I have long been on record as not liking. You know, the guy's a knucklehead and and he stinks and doesn't belong on the team and so on and so forth. I owe him an apology, uh, just like we apologized to uh, Ryan Dempster last week. Uh, definitely have to give Ronnie Cedeno the same treatment. He's had a lot of really good looking at bats and. He he looks really good. He's he's playing like a like a major leaguer finally. So so now I'm probably going to have to stop calling him a quadruple A player. Yeah, and this was recorded on Sunday afternoon, just after the game. But I want to say he might have seen 25 pitches in his at bats this, yeah. this game. That's it, really impressive. Not only is he seeing a lot of pitches and staying in there and having good at bats, they're coming out positive. He's getting hits. Did anybody have anything more to say about Ronnie? I'm sorry, that, and that's pretty yeah. much it. I hope you can keep it going. I hope this isn't cool. just a spurt that we're going to see, yeah. you know, in the first 18 games and the rest of the year you're going to look like your same old you self. Know, the other thing I want to say is work on your defense because I remember him dropping a foul ball. Kind of oh, yeah. Air. yeah sure, Listen, he's sure. he's no pirate, all right? He, he's not yeah. as good as they are. Not, yeah. not many people can have 20-some no. errors already in the year when we're not out of the first month. Yeah, yeah. that's a that's a good point, guys. Uh, um, that's something we can talk about. How about those pirates? They, they're they looking pretty, pretty sharp. Formidable opponents. They are terrible. Yeah. Two errors in one inning. Should have been three, but it's called the fielder's choice because it's on a double play. They're bad. They're definitely off. It seems like they just get worse and worse every year. And without Jack Wilson, all they are is Jason Bay and friends. Which is, I mean, and Jason Bay is kind of wearing out his, yeah. his talent. My question is, what's the distinction between the Marlins and the Pirates? Both have very similar payrolls. The Pirates actually mm-hmm. spend more money on their team, but the Marlins 
They, they're always considered an up-and-coming team with good talent that's being risen. And the Pirates are always considered going down. Garbage. Maybe their farm system is better in Florida. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know. And, well, and it, it's, it's a shame because Pittsburgh's got to be a bigger market than Miami, no? You, you would I mean, think. Absolutely, I agree. That's a good question. I don't know. I, it would be really dreadful to be a Pittsburgher in this era because there, yeah. there's nothing good. It, Joe, as, like you were saying, uh, it's almost like they're, they're a Cubs farm system. I mean, absolutely. the Cubs just take what they need off of them. You know, we just fleece their GM for whatever position we need at the point, which is why I'm saying that McLeod guy, yeah, he's going to be a Cub in two years. I'll, you can write that one down. I hope so. He looks good. Yeah, he he does, he does look good. Without I mean, Jack Wilson in there, he's the shining star. He, he's the one major leaguer that's out there right now. Mm-hmm. Boy, it's great that the Cubs have been beating up on them the way that they should. It's great to be the guy that's beating up the little guy, I guess. Well, at this point, I think it's beyond you know where, where we should be doing it because you know in sure. realistically, I'd be happy if we were four and two against them. Sure, absolutely. If you win, if you win every series against your division opponents, that's that's good, and and you know, yeah, sure, I agree. You know, but six and zero, oh, that's you know, yeah, great. Even against fantastic, the fantastic, you know, sure. against anyone, right? Yeah. Well, maybe not the Royals. I think the Royals have a better team than the Pirates. Well, they absolutely do. How about the uh, Cincinnati Reds and the return of the dreaded Dusty Baker oh. and uh, Kent Merker, Corey Patterson, and uh, Paul Baco? Those are good guys. Good to welcome them back. I don't have. Baco was a really good guy. bad feelings about about Baco, but uh, the rest of them, those guys, not a big fan of them. I don't have much hate in my heart for Corey Patterson or any of them, except for Dusty Baker, just because he ruined the Cubs for so long. Well, Kent Merker was the guy who was calling the booth, and you yeah, know, Joy, you're right on Kent Merker. I, I I I do have malice. I have malice for Kent Merker, and he's implicated in steroids also. Wow. Here's the only thing I got. I have to say about that is when we were at the game, mm-hmm. was it Wednesday? Mm-hmm. I could not believe that me and you were the only two people booing when he took them out. Well, Kent like, Merker? Yeah. We were the only ones? I didn't hear anybody else or well, see anybody else. Yeah, it's, I, I was booing pretty hard. So well, so know. was I. Nobody else, as far as I could tell. I mean, Dusty came out. He got, he got some booze. Yeah, he got beat up pretty good with the booze. Yeah. Patterson took a couple here and there, but yeah. Merker nothing. Well, that was also late innings of a huge rout. So, That's true. You know, so there wasn't that many people left there, yeah. and by that time, most of the yeah, most of the that was uh, that's that's who uh, Zambrano hit the double off of, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, right-handed. Anyway, Dusty Baker came back and was booed every day he was here, which makes me feel good. The people that support Dusty Baker, I, I think they're awfully misguided, and he he ruined a lot of the Cubs players. Dusty Baker was a huge setback every day he was quote unquote in charge because he didn't do his job. I'm glad he's gone, and can't wait to beat up the Reds again. Look for a sweep next time. Well, I hope so. I'll take two out of three. Good point. And the Cubs' offense has been on fire. It's strange to only have kind of good things to, to say. Today, it was great hit and run. Uh, Reed Johnson and Brian Terrio. Johnson scored from first. Fantastic. Didn't see a lot of that when Dusty was around. They're, they're looking great. Very happy with the offense at this point. I can't really find any flaws with it. Everybody's hitting one through eight. And even nine on occasion. Keep it up. My, my only my only gripe would be that Howry needs to work on his bunting skills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wasn't he 
wasn't uh, very sharp at the plate today. Yeah, well, you know what? It's probably just because he, he knows he, that it wasn't an important moment. It, you know, I know. If, if it were a clutch situation, I'm sure he'd have put one down. I'm sure he would have stepped in front of the plate <laughs> and taken it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure he'd rather get plunked than, yeah. than bunt. And if yeah. it was a clutch situation, it probably would have turned out the same. Yeah, well, hopefully if it was a clutch situation, Bob, wouldn't How- be in Bob Howard yeah. wouldn't be in the wouldn't be in the batter's box. Uh, as Brad said earlier, he and I were at the game on Wednesday night and witnessed a strange occurrence at Wrigley Field that's gotten a lot of talk in the press lately. And that was that uh, one of the balls was thrown back, which happens nearly every time there's an opposing uh, home run after Adam Dunn hit one of his typical towering home runs at Wrigley Field that we're all used to. A fan threw back a ball and then... I don't know, anywhere between, say, 15 or 20 balls fell onto the field. Yeah, it was just raining balls for 10 10 minutes or so. I mean, people just are throwing them in. Yeah. It was great. Just like your life. Yeah. Raining balls. Raining balls. balls. Yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah, no, it was great. Uh, It's funny that everyone in the press and uh, the company line seems to be angry about it that this is this is an awful thing it wasn't a big deal i i too much is made out of it it's not a big deal it happened one time uh they should just forget about it it wasn't it wasn't a a horrible uh, mean-spirited thing either i didn't i didn't feel so uh, mike murphy was angry about it and worried that people were going to get hurt and i and i like murph but i do disagree with him on that one Uh, i thought it was funny Ryan Terrio thought it was funny, so I'm gonna go with Terrio on this. Yeah, absolutely. Got well, the crowd charged up. I mean, it, nothing well, malicious involved. I think possibly ten runs or whatever. Well, yeah, I know, but I mean, it was, it wasn't like it wasn't a bad thing. Yeah, it wasn't on. an angry thing. No. It was. It was. It looked like somebody made a mistake initially by accidentally throwing on more than the one ball, and you know, some other everybody people joined started in, throwing it, th- yeah. you know, throwing a bunch back, and yeah, it, it was just a fun little thing i i don't know it's silly to worry about it and marty brenneman was extremely angry about it uh red's play-by-play announcer he uh was very angry and calling the cubs fans the most uh obnoxious in all of baseball which you know i guess i agree with some of the cubs fans or they're really obnoxious but uh not all of them and uh well we're some of them too so uh, but, I think, but we're obnoxious well you are but uh not all of us Brenneman though was very very angry and saying that that's the kind of thing that makes you want the cubs to lose so gee marty i hope that the reds don't win anything ever again and and gee especially with baker i i can really start to hate the reds now i actually want to make some comments about the marty brenneman thing he back in 1988 this came up on a boars and bernstein who you crap and on six i mean the score am apparently back in 1988 marty brenneman after the reds manager at the time they gotten kicked out of the game basically berated this umpire so badly that everyone who's listening to it over the radio at the stadium decided to throw stuff at this umpire they had to delay the game until the umpire was removed from the stadium to continue the game and because the umpire's safety was in danger so for him to call cubs fans obnoxious or they hope the cubs lose because we throw between 15 and 20 balls on the field he should get a battery thrown in his head and see what happens then well he's pretty old isn't he 
Yeah, he's he's pushing the century mark. If is he if he got hit in the head with a batter, he'd go down. I well, I mean, most people would. Yeah. I would. Yeah. Oh, sure, sure. We, here's another thing that throw is kind of a loose term for what right. happened. Yeah, they, they were, were being tossed the onto it, the field. Right. No one was rookie of the year in it to the plate. You know, it, <laughs> right. they were right. softly tossed onto the field. Right. Yeah. That was it. There was nothing that was. It didn't. It didn't seem dangerous at all. It certainly didn't seem as dangerous as a foul ball off a player's bat. You know, right? I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't a. These these weren't rockets thrown onto the field. So it was all rather silly, and too. I think too much was made of it. Did either of you hear uh, Marty Brenneman on Waddle and Sylvie? I think the next day or the day after. No, I no, did, I did not. not. They got him on there, mm-hmm. and they asked him if he regretted saying anything. I he, bet he didn't, did he? He said absolutely not, except for his remark about the Cubs Cubs fans being obnoxious. He apologized to the real fans and said that said something about how most something. of the Cubs fans are genuine and the ones that know the game and that kind of thing. It wasn't directed towards them. So essentially he was saying so, the bleacher idiots well, are the ones. You know what, though? But, but you could say that same doggone thing about every fan of every sports team on the globe. Oh, I know. You know, know. that there's some fans that are jerks, and then there's some fans that aren't. I mean, that's, so... That's that's kind of a cop out. I mean, either absolutely, it is. you know, uh, he's he said that that's the kind of thing that makes him wa- that, want the Cubs to lose. That makes everyone want to want the Cubs to lose. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not arguing for him. No, I know. I no, just, no, I know. I'm just pointing out that yeah. he said that too. Yeah. Well, and and that's not that's not you can much take of it a or defense. you can leave it, but sure. you know, it's said. not much of a defense. And just gosh, that's the kind of thing that uh, makes me want the Reds to lose, which, which they're going to do which, quite well. Which, for the next they couple of years. Do. Yeah. Yeah. They're not looking good. Dusty Baker, I know they do have some good young players, but don't worry, Dusty Baker will ruin them and he will, you know, let them do whatever they want and not basically not do his job. You know where the Pirates are this year? I think that the Pirates and the Reds are going to switch spots in two years. That'd be sensational. I would love to see Dusty Baker uh, manning a really, really awful team of clowns. That sounds fun to me. He won't. He'll quit before that happens. <laughs> well, uh, another thing uh, in that in that clip with Marty Brenneman, there was also some uh, goofball uh, like color announcer, I guess, uh, working with him, who was saying, "Yeah, the the Cubs fans they they never take any any of the blame. It's never the Cubs' fault and things." And I think that that's I, wrong. I don't think he. Did he ever specifically say fan, the Cubs fans? Uh, no, but I think that's implied because his whole tirade was against the fans, you know. Yeah, well, it wasn't really his tirade, though. Oh, the the other guy? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's right. So, I mean, I yeah, I, he could have meant the fans. I just, or I don't the, know. He could have meant the team, the team yeah. too. Yeah, well, then the people are making all these excuses that you're talking about. They're your coach. Oh, yeah. They're yeah, your coach yeah. today, pal. That's what they don't realize is that excuse maker is in your dugout. It, right, right. Calling the shots. For your, he's he's steering your ship, buddy. He's the, he's the one with Darren on his lap. Right. <laughs> you know, another thing that that goofball said uh, was that they blame curses and things, and that's absolutely ridiculous. I don't know anybody who is a Cubs fan who pays any reasonable amount of attention to the Cubs that cares at all whether or not the Cubs win. Who complain about a curse about a goat? The only people that complain about the curse are the media. Sure, because it's a story. Right. And it irritates me that then they say, well, that's what the Cubs fans say. No, we don't. There's one or two knuckleheads in the in the stands with a sign 
because they're trying to think of something good to put on a sign so they, they get on TV. on tv that day and so they think well i heard about a goat so i'm gonna mention a goat on the sign and maybe i can get on tv that's not i i have not run into one guy in a bar or anywhere who you know i'm getting a conversation with the guy about the cubs and he says Boy, it's just too bad about that goat. It's never happened to me. So ridiculous. I've I, I've gotten into conversations about Steve Bartman with people saying, "Well, and that's stupid too." I agree. That I is, agree. That's very stupid, but not quite as stupid about it. But a little different. Goat. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a that's an in-game situation that he was involved with. It's not okay. some dude that got kicked out of a that's, game. Yeah, and that's had nothing fair. To do with 60, the game. 60 plus years yeah. ago. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. you, you know guys are I mean? right about I that. I mean, they're yeah. both stupid, but they're a little different. Sure. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Sure. So I guess I guess the level of stupidity is just slightly <laughs> yeah. different, but they are but definitely both stupid. Both stupid. I, I, no, I agree with all you guys. And, and, so. and those the, those fans that had a problem with, with Steve Bartman, those those are knuckleheads too. And, you know, I, I they, one thing about Steve Bartman, let me say this. Um, I can't really speak for the whole cast here, but uh, and definitely speak for myself and say that, uh, that that Steve Bartman guy, that's one cat that deserves a hug. And, you know, poor guy, I, I, uh, he, de- he deserves a lot more than a hug yeah. from people that posted his address and stuff sure. online. Yeah. I, Terrible. All, know, the, yeah, all he, the people that, that came down on him or, or the fans that hated him or whatever should just be thanking their stars that they weren't in that seat that night. Because sure, it would be them. Absolutely. Doesn't matter. Sure. It, it wasn't him. It was that seat. The right. ball was, yeah, it was right there. It, it was, it was if a If I was sitting there, I guarantee you I would have caught it right. or touched it or whatever. Right. It, it was a wrong place at the wrong time you, situation. You got to think this guy's entire life has been ruined because of this. Well, we don't know that. You know, who knows? How not? Who knows what kind of wonderful things may have happened to him? Well, he's, he's, his he's his entire life has changed. That's yeah, unless, sure. unless he's won the lottery, he's living it up in Vegas. Well, perhaps he did. I mean, I, I, and, I, and, and, and when he gets introduced as Steve Bartman to yeah. somebody from Chicago, sure, he still might get punched in the face. You know what? I don't think that. Well, might yeah, but I might get punched in the face when I get introduced to somebody. Uh, no, know. different, different. I, yeah, but I, I mean, I, I think most of the goofballs that that talk like that wouldn't actually punch the guy. They're probably, you know, full of baloney. I just, I bet they would. would. I but think they I, would. I do think there are some jerks who would. If you're stupid enough to believe that he ruined the 2003 run, okay, you're stupid enough to punch him in the face. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> I, I mean, all right, you, you win. <laughs> you win. I, but, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it, it's definitely probably he, he probably regrets what happened on that day. I'm sure I mean, he regrets going to the sure, game. Yeah, you, know? you know, poor guy. I, I feel really bad for him. Anyway, love to you, Bartman. Right on. Well, what, Steve? This one's for you, son. Mm. Next, we have a new segment from the Cubs baseball fan cast. It'll probably become a semi-regular feature of the show. It is called For Reals. Or front end. The basic premise of this bit is to take any player, team, anybody you want in baseball, take some action that they did or what they're doing and say, is it for real or is it not for real? You mean for reals or fronting? Or front. First team I got lined up is the St. Louis Cardinals. They are currently 12 and 7. And at the beginning of the day, we're at the top of the NL Central, but that's no longer the case. But for reals or fronting, Brad. Cardinals are definitely fronting. Who do they have? Pujols? Yeah, they got Pujols. Pujols can yeah. hit. 
Yeah. That's all he can do. Well, he's he's a mediocre to fair first baseman as well. All right. No, they're definitely fronting. I think you can definitely say that. The Cardinals are gonna fall off. I don't I don't see them staying towards the front of the race. I think I think they're gonna be a uh in they're gonna finish up kind of in the middle of the NL Central not going to make it to the playoffs. It's a rebuilding year for them, and that's all it's going to be. I, I agree with both of you guys. I think they're fronting, and the main reason is they don't have their two best pitchers, Mark Mulder and Chris Carpenter, so they're going to fall off pretty quick here. Next team. Don't they have Todd Wellemeyer? They, they do. do. They do. Well, there you go. Maybe they are for well, reals. Well, they also have Matt Clement. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Jeez. Hey, hang on, though. I liked both of those players. Todd Wellemeyer. Like Todd Wellemeyer is another. He's a quadruple A player, but Matt Clement. I I really liked Matt Clement, and I thought that it was a foolish move to to let him get away well, when I, the Cubs did. I liked him too until he got hit in the head with a comebacker, and yeah, he hasn't well, been the same since. And that may be, but that that's that was after he was out of our hands. So yeah. anyway, they still front. That that's Boston's money yeah. to deal with. Yeah, those Cardinals are definitely fronting. Fronting. All right. Next up, we have Florida. Who at eleven and seven were in second place in the NL East? Brad, you know I gotta say that they might be for reals. This is the Marlins style. They win a championship. They rebuild from the ground up. They yeah. get good. They 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 start from scratch. I I lean towards they might be for reals. Yeah, uh, the Marlins seem to have a habit of doing a lot with very little. They're a team that turns garbage into gold. I, I guess I can't really count them out. I got to say fronting on them just because I can't name five people on their team. Okay, can anyone here? No, absolutely not. But here's here's why I understand where you're coming from. But the last two times that they won a World Series, the teams that they brought up for that, I couldn't name five right. people on, the their, of the on their team. Yeah, exactly. Didn't know who they were. But they, they build them. Well, like Brian the, said, the first time they bought it. So the first time that you, you guys did know. The players that were on the team. The second time, that was homegrown. But, you know, I, I can understand what you're saying. I just, even from last year to this year, if somebody did well last year, I would remember their name. Like Anibal Sanchez. I don't even know if he's on the roster right now. Ricky Nolasco. I know he's not doing that well. Uh, Sergio Mitre, ex-Cub, same as Ricky Nolasco, but I, he's not doing very well either. I, I, I don't think they have the talent to do it. Okay, so that's two for reals. And one frontin'. Next, I have the uh, another hometown team, the Chicago White Sox, who are currently eleven and seven in the AL Central. It's a tough division. Brad, your thoughts? I again, I got to lead towards the for reals side. I thought that they were going to be decent this year. They have a stellar lineup. They just have to start pitching, or I'm well, they have been pitching, but keep their pitching going. That's the only question mark on their team, which is a big question mark. But I think they're uh, I think they're for reals. They're in a horribly tough division, though. As far as them staying in the spot where they are, I don't know. But as far as them being as good as their record, absolutely, they're for reals. Uh, I completely disagree. The White Sox are definitely fronting. They're not going to win the division. They're not going to win the wild card. They're going to finish third or fourth place in the division. They're going to start tailing off. I know that their offense is performing the way that they sort of expected it to last season the white Sox are fronting son i don't get you don't what do you think their record should be right now seven and eleven i gotta say they're for reals just because i think that the offense is back to what it was in 2005 not a lot has changed from since then except for the addition of jim tomey which that you know you can't take a negative from that and also the pitching staff is looking like they're getting it together the bullpen needs work like it always does but they'll get through it 
I think that while they, I also don't believe that they will make the playoffs, I think that their current record is for reals. Word. Next team I got, also from the AL Central, not doing so well. I have the Detroit Tigers at 6-13. and 13. Brad. They're front. Come on. They're missing Granderson? Yeah, CJ's yeah, Gran- on They're the missing team. Granderson. They're missing Fatty, unless Fatty's back. <laughs> they're third baseman. Oh, I thought you were talking about Pudge. No. Well, no. he's not He's not fat anymore. No, he's and not the, fat And the anymore. name Pudge doesn't Miguel fit him anymore. Cabrera. Cabrera's back. Yeah, he's fat. That guy <laughs> he's put tough. out some weight. Maybe, maybe you call him Baby Fat. All right, but that's not baby like, fat. Well, it looks like baby fat to me. If it was baby fat, he would have come up with it. Well, but I know, but somehow he got new baby fat. Oh, okay. Kind of like reverse baby fat? Maybe. Maybe it's old man fat. But anyway, once he starts getting in there, maybe moving a little bit, dropping some pounds, he'll get his, his swing back. Um, Granderson, once he gets in there, he'll get on base. He'll start stealing them. He'll start getting in. They're definitely fronting. They are not this bad. Although... I hope that it turns out they are, just because it goes to show you that if you get all the big names or whatever, they can't always work together to win you a championship. Plus, uh, Jim Leland being pissed off all the time is, is amusing. Oh, that's great. Yeah. You know, he, he, he's a, he, he wears anger like a fine suit. I, I heard a great story about him in the clubhouse, yelling at his players with, a, with half a cigarette in his mouth, totally nude. That doesn't surprise me. Something else I just thought of about uh, what I said that I hope they don't uh, or they are for real with this schedule or not schedule record is I think maybe it might be that all these guys on the team are like, look at our team. How can we lose? Yeah. And they're just not, you know, playing. Yeah, that could up, be up to their caliber. So, so you say for real? No, they they front son. I. I think that the Detroit Tigers are much better than the record shows. Um, I don't think that they're going to have a, a record this bad. They're going to they're going to get better. They're going to uh, challenge for a playoff spot, and I wouldn't even count them out of their division at this point. However, as far as whether or not they're for real or fronting, uh, that's difficult for me to say. If if they're for real, then their record is fronting right the, the point is no. is just right no what are you, what are you talking yeah about? come on well, let's like get philosophical in here no, no, no. all right if the if well the way wh- they're playing right well the way they're playing is not for real it's fronting it's and fronting that's fronting what you need because that's they're the a better team that's the point that's the point of the thing so then i'm saying that they're, they're fronting they're fronting okay they're definitely the detroit tigers are definitely fronting I agree. Detroit's fronting. I still have them penciled in for 93 wins. They're going to make the playoffs, and they're going to do well in the playoffs. Everyone agrees. Fronting. Last on my list, I have the most important team of all, Chicago Cubs. Currently at 12-6 and six in the NL Central on I, top of it. I thought by most important team, I thought you were going to say the Chinichi Dragons. They're not the most important team anymore. Not anymore? You big no. Dragons fan? Wow. He, yeah. is, he jumped on the bandwagon. Uh, when they made that big run back in 05? Yeah, right. Okay. What With Fukudome, man. They don't matter anymore, Brian. Fukudome is on the Cubs. Yeah. He's on the Cubs now? They they, right. they groomed him. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, then, then I guess They now... raised him. They've done their job. They can go Ch- out to the pasture. Chunichi's then... like the Pirates now. We use him as a farm team. Yeah. Yeah. No, don't say that. The Chunichi Dragons, that's my Japanese team now. Um, What's their I, record? Well, it's, it's not as good as it should be. <laughs> It's not as good as. Oh, 
it's, you have it, no it's, idea. It's not as good as it should be right now. You're 17 and 0. <laughs> it's not as good as it should be now because uh, Chinichi Dragon's Pride, they should be doing better than they're doing. I forget what their actual record is right now, but... They can be doing better. I'm sure they could. They be. can be doing yeah. better, and they should be because they're mm-hmm. they're a much better team than than their current record. <laughs> okay. Okay, Joe. Uh, uh, back to you. Well, you yeah. see, now I want to bring up the Nippon Fighting Hams in the Japan League, but I'll go with Chicago Cubs, twelve and six, NL Central on top of it. Brad, your thoughts? They got to be for reals. If if I if I'm gonna be a fan, this is obviously biased, but God, I hope they're for reals. Their offense is awesome for the most part. Their pitching is that's at, amazing. At, at times, nearly flawless. Brad, did you ever think that talking about our Chicago Cubs that you would say you would be able to say the offense is awesome? You know, that's great. No, they're for reals. The Cubs are definitely for reals. That's definitely true. Uh, we all picked the Cubs to win an awful lot of games this season. I'm certainly not going to change now. The Cubs are going to continue to win, barring any you know any crazy injuries or anything. The Cubs are are, are built pretty well right now. Uh, if they can get the starting rotation turned around a little bit, get them a little more consistent, some better starts out of some of them. And, uh, gee, get Soriano back and get him on, on a good streak. They're going to be really, really tough to beat, not only in, in the division, uh, but they're going to be really hard to beat in, in the league. And, and if they could even go beyond that, that'd be fantastic. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful for it. Joe, for reals or fun? I have to say for reals also. They haven't shown a weakness in the last week at all. I think they, they've done everything right. I can't say anything but good things about the Cubs. They're for reals right now. They sure are. So uh, to run that down, uh, Cubs, we have three for reals. Uh, Detroit. Three front. We have three fronting. And, Joe, what do we have for the, for the White Sox? Do you remember? Uh, uh, I believe we had two. Two for reals. And, and you think they're and, fronting. And I, I say that the White Sox are fronting. Florida. They had two for reals and, and one front. One front. And St. Louis, I think we all had fronting. They they are fronting, by the way. They fronting, son. On behalf of Brad and Joe, this is Brian saying we'll see you next time.